the Reynolds Aluminum Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Company, makers of Reynolds Aluminum, presents the Fibber McGee and Molly show transcribed. Molly will not be heard this week. She's recovering from the flu. Tonight's program is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. that this winter is about over, it's a good time to think about cutting your fuel bills for next winter. And at the same time, make sure of a much cooler and more comfortable house through the coming summer. You can do all this so easily and so inexpensively with Reynolds Aluminum Reflective Insulation. It's aluminum foil on craft paper. Comes in rolls of 250 square feet that you can carry under your arm. Reynolds Aluminum Reflective Insulation is clean, pleasant to handle, quickly stapled in place. Why, you can do your whole attic yourself in a weekend, and at a cost of only about $40 if yours is an average six-room house. Get started now while your attic is not too cold or too hot to work in. Ask your hardware or building supplies dealer for Reynolds Aluminum Reflective Insulation. For more information, write to Reynolds Metals Company, Louisville 1, Kentucky. It's a balmy spring day in Wistful Vista, the kind of day that makes you want to go places, do things, spend money just for the sheer fun of spending. And here at Kramer's Drugstore, about to go on a spending spree, is Mr. McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly. Well, here goes. Stand back, Kramer, while I drop my penny in the scale. All right, playboy, live it up. <laughs> I ain't even interested in the date and the weight, Kramer. All I want is my fortune out of this scale. You know, the good news that says I'm talented, handsome... Well, why don't you quit yammering and put the penny in? Okay, here goes. Now, let's see what it says. Hey, I knew it. Listen to this. This is your lucky day. Everything you touch will be successful. Boy, oh boy, you hear that, Kramer? My lucky day. I'm so happy for you. Ah, just imagine a whole day of solid good luck. Lovely. Now, why don't you share your good luck with Kramer's Drugstore by going someplace else to loaf? <laughs> I got no time to loaf today. I'm going to be busy strolling around town letting good luck happen to me, boy. <laughs> well, I got to get started. Look out for that table. Watch it, stupid! Whoops. I think something fell, Kramer. Yes. You just knocked over it 
display of five dozen fancy glass tumblers, that's all. I always wondered why they called them tumblers. <laughs> they come tumbling off that table, Pastor. Yeah, well, never mind the small talk. Those glasses were special today for 19 cents, and you've broken yourself about $4 worth. Well, just put it on my bill, boy. I got no time to argue on my lucky day. You're off to a great start, you clumsy. You said it. Imagine busting $4 worth of glass and not getting a scratch on me. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is my day, boy. Well, I'll see you later, Kramer. Me and Lady Luck are going for a little stroll. Today's your lucky day, McGee. Boy, oh boy. I wish there were some races I could go to or something. Some way to cash in on this. Wish I had a couple of sweepstakes tickets. <laughs> With my luck... Did I hear you mention a sweepstake ticket, friend? Huh? Oh, hi, bud. I must have been thinking kind of loud. I, I was just wishing I had a sweepstakes ticket because... It's lucky I heard you, friend, because I just happened to have a few tickets on the Irish sweeps with me. Yeah? Boy, this is a break. I can leave you have five of them, friend. Fifteen bucks. Swell. Fifteen bucks to win probably a million or maybe... Oh, hey, wait a minute. I just thought of something. No use me buying five of them. Not with my luck. One is all I need, bud. Just give me one. Well, for one, I'd have to charge you six bucks, friend. That's fair enough. Here, here's five and there's one. Six bucks. And here's your ticket, friend. Thanks. Put it in your pocket quick. Don't want anybody to see this, friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, friend. I wouldn't sell you this at all, you understand, but I need the money from me poor old mother. Oh. <laughs> She's sick, friend? Hasn't been outdoors in weeks. Can't get around at all. Oh, that's tough. Needs money for medicine, does she? No, needs it for bail. So long, friend. <laughs> Poor old lady. She's lucky to have a son like that. He'll give up his own chance to get rich. Just so he can raise money for her. Oh, hi, Ollie. Well, hello, McGee. If you're looking for a game of pool, there's no else in the club right now. <laughs> okay, I'll stand out here and gab with you a while. You're sweeping the steps, are you? No, I'm just massaging the end of the broom sauce. Move the feet, McGee. Well, I'm sorry nobody's here for a game of pool on account of because this is my lucky day, Ollie. How about knocking off work and walking around town with me? Maybe some of my luck will rub off on you, huh? No, thanks. Too busy. Huh. I took off yesterday to help the missus fix the house for my daughter Christina's party. Oh, what kind of party she have? Well, Christina's getting married soon, and all her girlfriends give her a shower. Oh. In the living room, not in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I tell my missus, though, the next time we have it in the bathtub. Yeah? I've never seen so many crying women in my life. <laughs> Sounds like a real gay affair. McGee, it was just plain vet. The girls was sobbing and Christina was bawling because she was so happy. And the missus was screeching because she was losing Christina. And little Sven and that lowly was howling because I catch him swiping sandwiches and give him a cloud in the bridges. <laughs> you never have a dull moment at your house. You need a little of the kind of luck I got today, Oli. Luck? Yeah, I just met a friend up the street and here, look what he gave me. Look what he let me have. For only six bucks. Ticket on the Irish sweepstakes. And today, on my lucky day... McGee. Huh? That you happen to notice the date on this ticket? Date? This was for the Irish sweepstakes for 1949. <laughs> well, you can get rich with this ticket. Hey, let me see that. Oh, my gosh. Four years old. Six bucks I paid that guy and wife. 
Boy, oh boy, just imagine. I'm nine bucks ahead already. <laughs> I told you this is my lucky day. You get swindled for six dollars and you're nine dollars in front? Sure. That kind of a red Why, with... certainly. I was going to buy fifteen dollars worth of these tickets from that guy. <laughs> but I changed my mind and only gave him six bucks. <laughs> boy, oh boy, my lucky day. Nine bucks ahead. This is going to be a day to remember. <laughs> the orchestra, and I'll be hanging around. to do but float around on a pale pink cloud and get fondled by the fascinating fingers of fortune. Ah, this is my eye. Hello, McGee. Oh, hi, droop seat. Didn't see you coming toward me. <laughs> Thought it was a truck. <laughs> Were you talking to yourself, pickle nose? Sure, why not? I'm friends. <laughs> I was just telling myself how lucky I am that this is my lucky day. What do you base that on? A card I got from the weighing machine at Kramer's drugstore, bag britches. Says today's my lucky day. It's sure working out that way, too, boy. Great. Yeah. Where'd you get all the dust and dirt on your clothes? Well, I just fell down a manhole at 14th and Oak. <laughs> on your lucky day? Luckiest day I ever had. I could have fell down that manhole ten years ago. So? So I was a lot slimmer then. I had fell all the way to the bottom. <laughs> Today I hung by my hips and got hauled out. <laughs> Well, 
this is a new side of your character, this cheerfulness, and huh? it certainly can use a new side. So incidentally, tell Molly I'll stop and see her on my way home tonight. How's she feeling? Oh, much better, Fatso. And since you asked me this time, that'll be three dollars, please. <laughs> hey, come on, take a walk with me, Lard. Might get some of my luck off on you, huh? No, thanks. I've got to get over to Mrs. Burton's house to treat a four-year-old son for dizziness. Four years old? Ain't he kind of young to be having dizzy spells? Well, not in this case. Huh? His two little sisters were playing housewife. Uh-huh. They chose him to represent a bundle of laundry and put him in the washing machine. <laughs> so long, Lucky. <laughs> so long, Sidney. Poor old Doc. Has to keep working to keep the wolf from the door, but I'm so lucky today that if a wolf came to my door, he'd peel off his hide to make me a fur coat. <laughs> oh, boy, I'm lucky. I'll say I'm... Whoops! Wow. Windy. March is supposed to go out like a lamb. Oh, darn it, there goes my hat. Oh, well. With my luck, it'll probably blow right I'll back on the... I'll get your hat for you, sir. You wait there. Hey, hey, watch it there, Sonny. Oh, he's a nice kid. Looks like a boy scout. Here's right? your hat, sir. It blew right into that streetcar, but I got it, sir. Here you are. Oh, well. Thanks, son. Here's the other half, sir. <laughs> That's good. Uh, you're, you're a scout, huh? Cub scout alone, sir. Any other good deeds I can do? No, thanks, son, but uh, I used to be a cub scout myself. You did? Betcha. I was a cub for quite a while, and then, well, I... I done something that got me put out of the Cubs. What'd you do? I got married. <laughs> I figured as long as I was 21 years old... Oh, here comes a friend of mine, Sonny. Well, you run along now and do some more good deeds, huh? Yes, sir. Goodbye. Hey, pal, was that your hat that went up to the streetcar? I was across the street and I saw the youngster. Yeah, that was it. mine, Junior. This is my lucky day, you know, boy. You call it lucky when a streetcar runs over your hat? Well, I wasn't wearing it, was I? <laughs> got a point at that. But hey, uh, speaking of luck, I just had a break, pal. What happened to you, I'm afraid? Well, I was walking along Oak Street looking into the shop windows. And in the window of a market, I saw the most wonderful display Don't of... tell me. Don't tell me. Let me guess. You saw a display of a linoleum? <laughs> no. No, I saw a display of dried fruits. Oh, I'm sorry, Junior. I done you wrong. Dried fruits packaged in Reynolds aluminum foil. <laughs> Correction, you done me wrong. Uh, I want to tell you, it was such a fine display that I went into the market to congratulate Mr. Bailey, the manager. Oh, old Bailey, I know. Yeah, Bailey, I said, slapping him on the back. Mm -hmm. You're smart to carry those peaches, prunes, apricots, and other dried fruits in aluminum foil packages. Congratulations, Bailey, I said... And I slapped him on the back again. <laughs> you sure dish out the personal touch, boy. Ah, those beautiful bright packages of Reynolds aluminum foil keep just the right amount of moisture in the fruit, I said, with another friendly slap on the back. Wow. And they keep excessive moisture out. Good work, Watson, I said. thought the manager's name was Bailey. It was, but after I slapped him on the back a couple of times, he left and sent over Mr. Watson, the assistant manager. <laughs> He probably had to go pick up his teeth. <laughs> Dried fruit kept flavor perfect, and Reynolds foil is full of vitamins, minerals, and energy elements. It's a wonderful low-cost addition to any family meal, I said, as I slapped him on the back. Keep it up, McGillicuddy, I said. <laughs> McGillicuddy? 
Uh, a clerk that Mr. Watson sent over. Oh, I see. Well, he went out to get his spine adjusted. <laughs> ah, you're sure to attract customers with such a splendid display. The gleam of aluminum will guide them to quality. Schultz, I said. Wow. <laughs> And another clerk bit the dust. Is this the one that McGillicuddy sent over? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from the meat department. Oh. Congratulations, Schultz, I said, and shook hands with him. How come you didn't slap Schultz on the back? He was carrying a meat cleaver. <laughs> See you later, pal. So long, Junior. Ah, what a guy. No wonder he don't get married. All he'd be happy with is one of them female aluminum robots. <laughs> I never saw... Good it. afternoon, McGee. Oh, hi, Latrivia. How's Molly? Oh, getting along fine, thanks. Well, what's new at the city hall, Homer? Catch anybody stealing? This week? <laughs> uh, no. Oh. No. Been having a problem with the city council, though. Oh? Been trying to get local taxes reduced, but the entire council has been bucking me. Yeah, well, you ought to read the riot act of them ward healers, boy. If I was mayor of this town... Oh, that's a horrible thought. <laughs> However, <clears throat> I called the whole council into my office for a showdown last night. Hmm. I sat them down at the conference table and lit into them. Good. I came right to the point. Gentlemen, I said, this is a fine kettle of fish. You serve it yourself, or have it <laughs> Serve what myself? The fish in the kettle. Is that the only way you can get them guys to cooperate, by calling them in and throwing them a fish? <laughs> what have you got on that city council, a bunch of seals? Uh, just, just, just a minute, McGee, oh, please. please. I think we're a little out of focus here. I did not mean to imply that I fed fish to the city council. I did not. Oh, you just set a kettle of fish chowder on the table and let them feed themselves, huh? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, oh. no, no, no. Listen to me, please. Mm -hmm. I did not serve any fish chowder or fried fish or baked or broiled to the councilman. Stewed? Well, a couple of them were a little bit on the... No, 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 no. Costa. No, this is ridiculous. Oh, when I said this is a fine kettle of fish, I was merely using a metaphor. You know what a metaphor is? Nope, I never caught one. <laughs> Anything like a wall-eyed pike? On account of because if you guys were stuffed in wall-eyed pike and metaphors down your gullets, it must have been a sight for... We course. didn't stuff any wall-eyed pikes down our mullets. Well, you said... Stole any stuff-eyed pikes in the skullet. You said... Gullet. I, I really wanted to retack excuses for the kiddie. You said... Retack pooches for the taxi. Retack for the boochie. The hoochie. Huh? The coochie. What? Hoochie. Thanks, Homer. I'd enjoy a glass of punch. Who said anything about a glass? You'll get your punch right in the puss. Good day. The King's Men and Red River Valley. Please come back to the Red River Valley. 
just as friendly as could be. It climbed into my lap one day, which was a horse on me. Well, my lucky day is almost half over. Wonder where I ought to go next to be lucky. Maybe if I went to the sump room and ordered oysters, I'd find a pearl necklace in them and... Hey, watch that mud puddle. Gosh, mud all over me. Of all the... Oh, well. Guess I'm lucky I didn't have on my Sunday suit. Well, card said this was my lucky day, but... So far, I busted four bucks worth of glasses, got swindled out of six bucks, fell down a manhole... Had my hat run over by a streetcar and got mud all over my clothes. Well, something good don't happen pretty soon. I'm liable to start losing faith in that Kramer scale, you know. <laughs> my gosh, look at this guy run. He's really in a hurry. Out of my way, jerk! What you mean, out of your way? I got as much right on the street as... Hey! Hey, come back here! Wait! Hey, Bob! You dropped your satchel! How do you like that? Hopped into his car and took off like a scalded skunk. <laughs> Never even looked back. Well, I better open this thing up and see if his name is in it. Oh, my gosh. A bag full of money. Must be a fortune. Oh, boy, and I was beginning to think Kramer's scales wasn't reliable. <laughs> Why, this is the luckiest day anybody ever had. That card sure told me. Hey, I see him, Pete. Oh, cops, I wonder what's up. Okay, you, we got you. Stick them up. Hey, stop waving them guns around. What's the big idea? Don't try to act innocent. We got you cold. With a bag of money in your hand. That you robbed from the Third National Bank. Robbed? Bank? Me? Robbed. Bank. You. Look. <laughs> oh, look, fellas, you're making a mistake. A guy bumped into me and dropped this bag and took off in his car. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now tell us the one about Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Oh, yeah? Now tell us the one about Jack and a Beanstalk. If you can't be original, Mike, just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I was only trying to help. Look, this is ridiculous, boys. Take me to old man McDonald, the president of the Third National Bank. He'll tell you I ain't a thief. Well, that's just where we was planning to take you. You'll get 20 years for this heist. 20 years? Me? 20 years. You. Wow. <laughs> sneaking thief that stuck up the bank. The crawling, cringing rat that robbed you. Hi, McDonald. McGee, what are you doing here? These cops think I'm a crook, but all I did was pick up a bag that the real crook dropped. Tell them I ain't a crook, McDonald. Boys, you got the wrong man. Betcha. This is Pepper McGee, and he's not a crook. <laughs> he's just a dumb, stupid, clumsy, knuckle-headed oaf. <laughs> Gee, thanks, McDonald. <laughs> you mean... He ain't the robber? That's right. Well, I'll be a cockeyed so-and-so. Well, I'll be a lop-eared such-and-such. <laughs> if you can't be original, Mike, don't say nothing. Well, we got the money back, and that's the important thing. As for you, McGee, you're very lucky that I was able to clear you. Lucky? Ha! Lucky I didn't get killed. Out of my way, McDonald. Let me out of this joint. By George, that Richie. That tears it right up to Dad Rat in the middle. Lucky day, he says. <laughs> I'm going across the street to Kramer's drugstore and kick the daylights out of that penny-stealing, lying, thieving scale of his if it's a lie. Can I help you across the street, sir? Cub Scout Malone is always... Get out of my way, bud. I got trouble enough. My God. 
goodness, the stop master didn't say anything about people like him. <laughs> that rotten swindling scale. You're lucky, it says. By Joe. Aha! There you are, you mechanical monster. Take that. And that. I ought to beat your mechanical brains out, you penny-stealing bumster and hunk of junk. What do you think you're doing to that scale? I'm kicking its ball-bearing brains out. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Here, read this card I got from this thing this morning. Here. I know. I saw you. Read it. Read it. This is your lucky day. Everything you touch... Lucky day, my unfortunate clavicle. <laughs> I never had so much trouble in all my life. I've been mashed, splashed, crashed, and smashed. And I wound up almost getting thrown in the clink, too, besides the ball. Now, 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 wait a minute, McGee. Look at this. Huh? The scale's just running a little ahead, that's all. What do you mean? Why, this card's dated tomorrow, see? <clears throat> oh, March the 25th. Oh, that is tomorrow, ain't it? Of course. Oh, gee, that's different. <laughs> my gosh, this is even better knowing my lucky day of day in advance like this. <laughs> that way I can get downtown early and be ready for it. Boy, oh boy, tomorrow is my lucky day. Where will I tell Molly how I'm going to be lucky tomorrow? <laughs> will return in a moment. Whether you're prompted by Lent or by just good eating, enjoy the wonderful variety of fresh and frozen fish on the market now. Plan your next menu around baked fish, baked in moisture-proof, odor-proof, Reynolds Wrapped, the original and genuine pure aluminum foil. It's so simple. You follow the same principle with frozen fish taken unthawed out of the package or with fresh fish, stuffed or not, as you like. Season to taste, then wrap completely in Reynolds Wrap, making a snug packet with all edges double-folded tight. Place on a pan or cookie sheet, bake in a hot oven as usual, and serve right in the foil. There will be no clinging aroma in your kitchen, but ah, what fragrance and flavor at the table. All the seasonings baked through, all the goodness sealed in. For a big fish, use heavy-duty Reynolds Wrap, half a yard wide. And always keep your pantry stocked with regular Reynolds Wrap, standard and jumbo economy rolls. Made by the Reynolds Metals Company, world's largest producer of aluminum foil. Ladies and gentlemen, Molly is feeling much better now and should be back with us soon. She asked me to remind you that the Easter Seal campaign of the National Society for Crippled Children is underway, and your donation is urgently needed. Because money, your money, can help a crippled child to walk again. Send your donation to Easter Seals, care of your local post office. That's Easter Seals, care of your local post office. Good night. Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick LeGrand, Gail Gordon, John McIntyre, Herb Vigran, Jack Crucian, Richard Beals, Jim Nusser, and me, Harlow Wilcox. Don't forget to see Mr. Peepers starring Wally Cox on NBC television Sunday nights. Also brought to you by Reynolds Aluminum. And be sure to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night.
Bonnie with Herb Schreiner on NBC.